Hey guys, welcome to the Two Free Vision. Thanks for riding the wave with me. My name is Savage the Vessel, and I aim to motivate, to uplift, to inspire, and to guide. So as we get ready for this next episode, I hope you guys just keep in mind that knowledge is power, knowledge is everything. So continue sharing your brownies with the world and let's get right into this. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Savage the Vessel. And we're here another week on Waves, the two free vision. A two free vision. What, what? I really like the way that sounds because it's like, I didn't have to get rid of two free. I just built on top of it. Like, it, that just seems so cool to me. Anyway, nobody cares. But to me, that's that's really cool. It's very creative. Anyway, so for the third episode, I thought of talking about the difference between work and your job. Um, in society, we use that interchangeably um, as if someone says, oh, you're going to work or, or you're going to, you're, you have a job. We think of it as, you know, going out here and um, hustling all day, working numerous hours a week um, and uh, to pay the bills, you know, the, the American not so dream. Like it's, you know, the, the older we get into, into the world, like the American dream is becoming harder and harder to obtain because that it's the American dream like someone famous said it I can't remember but um he said the American dream only the, the only way to experience the American dream is you have to be asleep and that was so true it hit it was so real when I heard it because I was like wow for those of that for those of us that have embarked on our awakening we understand that the American dream is not a real thing and that is something that was constructed eons ago and it hasn't been like that since like the, the world is running out of creative and new things for people to try to achieve now everyone wants to be a copy, copycat everyone wants to do the same thing just to make a quick buck or make it to the top and it's just like we've got it all wrong all the way wrong so let me continue so Let's start with work. What is work? Work is what you're born to do. Like I spoke about it in a a podcast last week. Um, It's your gift, what God gave you. Um, It it is the ability that you've been given to become yourself. You don't go to work. You manifest work. Let me say that again. Work is you don't go to it. You don't go to a place work you manifest work and work is you becoming yourself working on your gift following your purpose following the call that God has called you to do so like me I feel like at the very beginning I'm still understanding and still praying like God what is my purpose but I do also know that my gift that he's given me is the gift of speaking um and I'm honing in on that and working on that uh like we said in the last podcast when we talked about the six things for the six days that God gave us like one of those is to cultivate, to grow, and then to teach. Um, so again, remember that, that you don't go to work. You manifest work every day when you, from the time that you wake up, from the time that you go to sleep. You're you're working like um, like a bird. A bird's a bird's work is to fly, to to sing, 
That's what God created to do is just to fly. And so for us as human beings, as God's uh, create creations, every one of us has a specific work that we've been assigned. Um, whether it's being a teacher of Christianity, whether it's being like a pastor or whether it's being uh, someone who speaks uh, or speaks prophecy or prophesizes or whether it's the gift of serving, whether it's the gift of teaching, whether it's the gift of caring, um, that's our work. You got to find your work and you got to seek God to figure out what it is that he's put inside me that is my work, something that I have to manifest, something that I have to embark on um, because it's a lifelong journey. You can't get fired or terminated from work. You can only get terminated from your job. And that hits so hard for me because, you know, out of the many jobs I had, (laughs) at least three-fourths of them I've been terminated from. (laughs) It's like, it's not that I was just a bad worker. I just, you know, you know, we're not talking about me. We're not going to get on that. But what I'm saying is, You can't get terminated from what God has put inside you as your work. Like a bird can't be terminated from flying. But a bird doesn't have a job. So we can't get terminated from doing our purpose, our work, which is the gift of either serving or the gift of speaking or the gift of um, teaching. But your job in this world, you can get terminated from because you're just there to make a currency. You're just there to fulfill something with your task that you've acquired, that you you do whether it's flipping burgers at mcdonald's everyone uses that flipping burgers but um that's a task that you learn that you acquire that you feel a certain need at the end of the day you're expendable and when it comes to your work that god gave you you're not expendable you've been designed uniquely for that position like that's your lifelong thing the most important thing to man is work like that's god like i said that's god's first command you know under being in his presence that's his first command like another one guys uh, I'm just really trying to drive this home a fish's work is swimming when a fish is swimming it's working you know I often sit here in my apartment and I look at my aquarium and I look at Astro and his work all day is simple all he does is swim that's all he is (laughs) created to do that's that's what he does that's his work. Just you just can't be fired from your gift, and AKA work. So um, your purpose has to always come over your plans. So think about it as purpose is the numerator, and then plans is your denominator. Like you all have always got to make sure that you're working on your your gift and working on your, doing your work has to come before your plans because. What I learned is a job suffocates purpose. You're out here and you're working all these numerous hours to make ends meet. And I was guilty of it and working two jobs. And I was guilty of it. And it's like, I my purpose was suffocated for so long and I'm just not getting to it. Like, I didn't know what my purpose was. And that was a stressful thing for me because I was like, you know, God, you created me. I know there's a higher calling. I know there's something bigger than me. God, what is it? I know I wasn't just sitting here to be in America and be a a slave of working 40 plus hours a week just to be taxed 
for those extra hours so it, at the end of the day it was it was evening out and I was just overworking myself for what like I wasn't getting any increase of income what is my purpose but because I was working so much trying to get that green dollar bill it's like I my purpose was suffocated and like I said last week you know God stops growth where there's mismanagement I had lost my purpose because I was too busy trying to chase the American dream or do what everyone else is doing to try to make money. You know, that's what celebrities and people who have made it try to tell people, continue to influence, instill into the world, especially younger people now. Like, it's like, you gotta gotta do this, gotta do that to get these racks and get at the top. But at the end of the day, when I look at the statistics, when I look at the statistics, it's like, is it really worth it? Because a lot of people that are becoming successful end up putting a bullet to their, their, their cavity. Like, they're not happy, you know? They they get into the doing all this just because someone says this is what you should do to make it to the top. But once you get at the top, you get there and it's like two things could happen to you. Either someone knocks you out of your top spot and you fall or you just get up there and it's lonely. And you're like, why did I do this? This ain't even me. This wasn't even never my purpose. Like I'm miserable. Like money doesn't solve everything. Money does not bring happiness. And people may say, well, it buys you may say that, but it buys all this. Yeah, it alleviates a lot of stress. I'll give you that, especially coming from someone that is poor and below the poverty line and has been broke their whole life. Or let me not say broke because that's a mindset, but someone who has been, you know, scraping pennies together their whole life to survive. I get it. I understand it. But at the end of the day, if you're not working on your purpose, what God has designed you to do, you're going to be miserable because that's not what you were created to do. It's just not. Um, and so I, I said I was going to talk about this this week too. Um, your work, gentlemen, <laughs> your work has got to become, has got to come before a woman. You have got to practice singleness. Like, you, <laughs> you have to. You have to practice singleness. And you have to be okay with it. You have to be okay with being in your own presence and understanding you. And knowing who you are. A lot of things that. um, Women. First of all and foremost men. Gentlemen. Let me tell you. Let me. Let me. Let me say this. It's so wild and funny. Like how in culture. (laughs) We see these dudes pursuing these beautiful women, these established, uh, uh, strong-willed, independent, successful women. And nonstop, like, we just see them, see these men pursuing these beautiful women nonstop. And, like, even growing up, I could never wrap my head around why it was such a game. Like, people always like, you got to play the game or be played or da-da-da. But Why? It made my stomach turn every time when people say, you got to play the game. I don't want to play the game. I don't. Like, it's stupid. Like, to this day, I still believe it's stupid. Like, it's stupid. We got these grown-ass men out here playing these games, dogging these women, and acting like it's okay. Just because you hear it in a rap song or society or in movies, like, in TV, like, everything. I've stopped watching TV so much because everything that... Everything that's created, like these these directors and stuff, they go out of their way to sell you a lie. 
And then you end up miserable because you can't achieve that. And you got these dudes out here taking these women off their purpose, hurting these women, breaking them down. Like, I could never, I still can't wrap my head why the game is still being played when it's not getting anyone anywhere. Culture is doing it wrong and have the wrong idea about women and their purpose. Men have the wrong idea and lack of knowledge in what it is to be a man and our responsibilities as a man. Like, and so before I even really started reading into this and getting my knowledge and, and watching sermons and understanding and praying to God and watching the world, how it operates around me, growing up, I always felt like that. Like, I've not ever been in a committed relationship with a woman. And I always would question God and be like, why? I'm attractive. I know I'm attractive. I know I got what I got, what everything that God has given me that is is enough. I know that I have what it takes to get a woman. But at the same time, it's just like I've never been ready because I'm not together yet. So why would I want to bring a woman into that or somebody into that, a woman into that, just for us both to walk away broken and not together? Like, you've got to be comfortable as a single person and enjoy that and embrace that because you learn who you are and what you want and where you're going and what you will and will not tolerate. That's how you prevent yourself from getting into a domestic abuse relationships. Like, you got to be stronger and be like, I'm too good for this. I know better. But um, what God has called us to be and to create, like we culture has twisted it and perverted it. And it's just sex this, sex that, and, and derogatory terms and subduing these women and treating them and breaking them down and causing so many issues. Like, like I said, we were not created to subdue another man or, or or dominate women. So if that's in your head and you think that's appropriate, you really need to stop and look at yourself because it's not okay. It's not okay. And it's disgusting. And I will never support it. And it's got to stop. But our purpose, our like, or our work is supposed to be a lifelong pursuance. The woman is supposed to... Listen, listen. Here's the key point. The woman is supposed to come along and help us as she is our helper to fulfill our calling, to fulfill, to help us, to help us. She is our helper. That's the whole term of it. She's not your hoe. She's not your B word. She's not your, uh, my chick. She's not, she is your helper. She's supposed to come along. She's supposed to come in and help you to help you fulfill your calling, your dream and your vision and your purpose that God has entrusted with us. They're, they are supposed to create and live their vision within our vision, gentlemen. She becomes who she is by helping us become who we are meant to be. I like to see it. I like to term it as she's the incubator. Not only for our children that she's going to bear. She's our incubator when we when we speak about our plans or our future or our dreams. You know, we say something and then we get discouraged. Like, say we say something a few weeks later, or a few months later. We get discouraged and then she brings it back to us. She takes what you said to her. She thinks about it or she puts in her opinion or whatever her perspective is on it. And then she gives it back to you. And usually, like I said, like if you if you look at women, like if they're mad or if they're upset about something that you said or did, it's usually because of what you gave to her. 
So when she takes that, she gives it. And when she incubates and puts it back out of there, it's because of whatever you said. Like it's something that you put in, like you that you delivered to her. She took it in, incubated it, and spit it back out. And 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 it's beautiful. When I saw it in that perspective, I was like, wow, because it's women are beautiful. They they really are. And it just it 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 it, it boils my blood how people can men continue to disrespect these women. And um, women are not the lesser and should not be subdued or treated as such. We have it all wrong. And it is the man, like I said, it's the man that God created first. It is the man that is supposed to lead. It is the man that God told all these things to. We are the ones responsible for how it all starts and ends. And somewhere we lost our way somewhere long ago. We have to do it better. Time to wake up time to wake up it's supposed to be singleness then dating and then uh engagement and then marriage and then love and then children like and people say oh it's supposed to be love and marriage and the children no it's supposed to be marriage and then love and then children because love comes after marriage uh i was reading my um i was reading this book called relationship goals by my pastor mike michael todd and he was talking about it and it's it's if you guys haven't read that book you should check it out but he was saying how um love is actually supposed to come after marriage because once you get married that's when you start to learn the real definition of love of unconditional love like putting yourself last to put your wife first and her doing vice versa putting herself last to put you first like to in sickness and health like you can't love someone fully before you marry them because you you just can't like you just can't but um again guys we have to be comfortable as men in our singleness committing only to God in order for him to leave and show us where he is telling us to go that's the only way and then once we obey and get started on our plan or vision or work that's a better term I like using that then we then we'll find our partner we'll find our Eve I'm still waiting for my Eve like, I have this vision of what my Eve is going to probably look like, what I want. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen Being Mary Jane or if you've ever seen uh, Deliver Us from Eva um, with Gabrielle Union. I mean, I'm telling y'all, Gabrielle Union, in many of the movies that I've seen her in, she's always been this powerful, beautiful, chocolate, black boss woman. Like, she's always been been on her stuff, independent, has a whole ego of her own, and it's just it's, it's, it's gorgeous to me. Um, uh, and, um, she's out of my league, (laughs) far out of my league, but that's what makes her so attractive. Cause it's like, I like a little attitude for one. And the fact that she's like, even though if that's her character in her movies, that to me is beautiful. Like I want a woman like that or a woman like Michelle Obama. Like you, she just walks into the room and knows she got it. Ain't even got to say nothing. People just look at her like, dang. Like, I need a Michelle Obama on my arm. Like, yeah, that's mine. That's mine. Kind of like what Barack Obama was looking like when the camera got him when he was walking with his with his wife. He had this little look like, the way he looked at the camera, he was like, yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> like, you know, like, that's, that's a relationship goal for me. Or Michelle Obama. Powerful. Powerful black couple. Um, and it's, it's not about sex and kids and broken homes. Like, I'm tired of that, especially growing up in that type of lifestyle, you know? And seeing 
the 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 sorry excuse of uh, my mother's boyfriend at the time, um, the way he treated her, and the fact that I tried to intervene as a kid to try to stop that, and I get resented for the rest of my life by my mom because she thought I ruined something that she, that she thought was real. Girl, like stop. That man was slapping and beating you around and beating your first two points. He, that was not love. So I didn't ruin anything. But anyway, I digress. But anyway, but let's just like, that was a poor excuse for me. And many men growing up, they would have saw that and thought that that's that's how it's supposed to be. But you gotta you gotta make you gotta allow your mind to be stronger than that. You know that's not right. And you gotta fight that. And you gotta do better. And you gotta know better. You gotta feel allow yourself to feel no. How would you want your daughter treated or your sister or your mom or your grandma? Like, it's not okay. Um, but with broken homes, you know, there's, then there's broken marriages. Being the provider is more than having money and a job, gentlemen. Like a job can just, like I said, can just distract you from your purpose. Then there's soul ties. And the list never just, the list just seems to never hit the floor because it's so long, like, how we got it all backwards like we must focus on our purpose being led by jesus and the rest will come matthew 6 if you ever heard that verse and it says above all, above all else seek the kingdom of god and live righteously and the lord will provide your every need that's where i'm at right now in this season like as much as i want to pursue dating as much as i want to pursue what it's like you know to uh you know chill with women and stuff and understand them I I'm just still at that point I'm still almost 30 and I'm still just not ready I'm not ready to get out of my singleness yet because I I'm allowing myself to grow and to know more about God and I'm I'm trusting that God's gonna send her my way because I feel like I'm complex enough as it is and I know that God is creating a woman for me out there that is gonna fit me and match me so perfectly without my own hands doing the work of trying to find someone and making it work like I know that God says that it is not good for man to be alone. The first time he said, and the only time he said, this is not good, is when he created Eve because Adam was alone. If God had that type of love and deep reverence for Adam, I know he already understands my desires and my needs that I want to need a woman as a helper. But again, if a woman came up to me and asked, hey, what is your plan or what is your vision, you know? Of course, I got it written down now what my 20-year goal is and what everything I would hope to like to achieve. But many women aren't asking these dudes these questions. These questions. I don't know if it's you guys are getting caught up because of lust and like, ooh, he's sexy or ooh, she's fine. Like, or what the whole main goal is for you guys even getting together. Like, because I know it's not, I know it's not men. I know this question isn't being asked. I just know what it, I just, I just feel like a lot of men are grabbing these women from all races. Let me make that clear. I feel like a lot of men are just grabbing these women as trophies and killing them from their personal callings. Like we have to become men first with a plan before we ask a woman to join us. And again, it's immature and it's embarrassing. Like it's, we gotta be those different ones that start changing the tides of this changing it because when I have my son when I, when Franklin gets here I want him to see that what it is to be a kingdom man and what it is 
to be solid in your faith and be solid before you introduce or take a woman off her goal. Like, we have to create the correct image for our nieces and nephews and our sons and our daughters. Like, this is the generation where we have to break these cycles and change it around and do it now. Like, we, there's no more uh, being held back for another year. No, we have to do this now. Like I said, women, start asking these men who run after you or vice versa. Ask yourself the question, what is his plan for himself and us? Like, if I if I go and get with this strong, little, young, little, light-skinned daddy, what is his plan for us if we get together? Like, or men, like, asking yourself, what is my, what is my plan? Like, what is my vision? Like, what... What do I hope to attain? So because when I speak to the lady like that, she'd be like, ooh. And, you know, she running right beside me, helping support me, being my back, being my supporter, being my cheerleader. Like, like, I mean, <laughs> she's going to be your supporter. She's going to be your incubator. She's going to be your cheerleader. She's going to be your backbone when you feel weak. Like, a woman is there to help us. Just think about it. Adam was there doing his thing and then God created her and she was there to help him. Read your Bible. (laughs) Read your Bible. You ain't got to take it from me. But my pastor said, you will delay your destination if you try and bring a committee to what God has called you to do. If you're not focusing and working it on yourself, and and I was guilty of this, um, I would be on Twitter all the time or on social media and tweeting all this wisdom that I had. And trying to see not trying to see but hoping that people would get it and be a part of my be a part of the conversation with me like oh Corey that's that's really that's really interesting that's really engaging like and you know but what was I doing I was trying to bring a committee to what God was already calling me to do delaying my purpose I was delaying my purpose so I was born to lead men we are created to lead not subdue and I promise y'all I will reshape this vision and I pray that my God uses me. I pray that he blesses it. Like, I I just, I've always dreamt of a powerful boss woman, like I said, one who doesn't need me, but wants me and chooses to rely on me because she believes in me. And to me, that's strength. And to me, that is sexy. Not her body and her curves, not her breasts and all this other stuff. That's great, but... The fact that she allows me to be a man and she chooses, knowing that she got her own, but she chooses to rely on me, that's sexy. Because that's showing right here that she supports me. She allows me to be me. She allow, She's allowing me to grow. And when God's at the center of both of our lives, then how can how can anything go wrong? That's the way I feel like like that's again, like when I when I said, um, I'm just we are all complex creatures. We are just too uniquely cr- complex. So what better than to allow God to create and find that woman for us like he did for Adam. You didn't see Adam out here on these social dating sites. You didn't see Adam out here running after all these women and doing all this other stuff. He allowed God. Well, he didn't allow, but he was readily accessible for what God had created for him. Wait for her to come to you. Wait for God to bring her to you. Because if God sends it, it's part of his plan. And it's going to work. 
Psalms 139.14. Check out that verse. I'm not going to give it to y'all, but go do your research and read it. Psalms 139.14. I believe that if God created me so intricately, then I know he has my lady in the works were waiting on me. I believe that with all my heart. So, I just wanted to share that with you guys because we got to do it better. We got to do it better. Again, if you can't take anything from this, understand that woman, your wife is your, should be the main goal here. Your wife should be your incubator, your friend, your supporter, your sponsor, your cheerleader, and your God. And your, not your God, I'm sorry, your guide. So guys, we got to do better. We got to do better. Thank you guys for being part of the Two Free Lifestyle.